The Writer Files, a member of the Podglomerate Network. Greetings, scribes. Just a quick break to recommend our recent sponsor's Book of the Month. Book of the Month makes reading better by offering members a few new book selections each month to help you cut through the noise, save time, and make it easier to decide what to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and picks five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All of these books are good, so you really can't go wrong. Book of the Month helps readers like you and I find books that we wouldn't normally discover on our own. The cool part is selections largely focus on new and upcoming authors in multiple genres. Book of the Month also recently launched curated audiobooks, so members can get a hardcover or an audiobook each month, which you can then download and listen to right in the app. This month, I chose A Little Supernatural Fair in Murder Road by New York Times bestselling author Simone St. James, described as the story of a young couple that find themselves haunted by a string of gruesome murders committed along an old deserted road in this terrifying new novel. Just go to bookofthemonth.com to pick your first book and join Book of the Month. That's bookofthemonth.com. And for a limited time, you can join and get that first book for just $9.99 with the code CHIRP. That's C-H-I-R-P. Enjoy. I'm sitting there with my laptop, you know, just, it's all just flowing from me, right? Which, which Kelton, I know as a writer yourself and, and so many writers that, that I work with, there, there are those moments of feast and famine, right? There are those bouts of inspiration when everything is pouring from you and you almost can't hold it back. And then there are moments where you just, you're just stifled, right? You've got writer's block. That's a real thing. So I'm sitting there on my patio or whatever you want to call it, drafting this thing and intending to self-publish it. And I get so passionate about it that I do something that I tell every writer to do. And I tell it in this book. And again, it's kind of simple. When you're writing a book, tell everyone you're writing a book. The instinct is I'm going to keep this close to the vest and I'm not going to tell anyone because what if it never gets published? What if people hate it? What if I'm terrible? What if I have nothing original to say? In fact, if you tell everyone you're writing a book, chances are you'll connect with someone who can help you. And welcome back to The Writer Files. I am your humble host, Kelton Reed, wishing you pages, patience, and perseverance per usual. President of Manhattan-based literary agency Lucinda Literary turned author. Lucinda Halpern returned to chat with me about how to crack the code of publishing four types of writers who get book deals, and her latest book, Get Signed. Lucinda is a literary agent with over 15 years experience securing book deals with Penguin Random House, Simon & Schuster, HarperCollins, Hachette Macmillan, and now the author of Get Signed, Find an Agent, Land a Book Deal, and Become a Published Author, available for pre-order now and landing February 6th from Hay House and wherever fine books are sold. Packed with interviews from best-selling authors and leading book editors, Get Signed is the indispensable roadmap you need to get noticed and become a published author. Number one New York Times best-selling author Adam Grant said of the book, Lucinda has written the definitive guide to attracting an agent and laying the groundwork for a book well worth publishing. She represents a range of New York Times and internationally best-selling authors in the categories of business, health, lifestyle, popular science, narrative nonfiction, memoir, and upmarket fiction. Her classes and coaching programs have been taught to hundreds of writers worldwide. 
Stay tuned to the end of our interview for Lucinda's special gift for listeners. In this file, Lucinda and I discussed how her full circle journey to becoming a published author has made her a better agent. Why having a book editor is like lying naked on the table at the doctor's office. The best way to diagnose what's wrong with your book. How she is still myth-busting publishing. Why a book for everyone is a book for no one. And a lot more. Stay calm and write on. And don't forget, you can always support this show by heading to writerfiles.fm, where you can also sign up for email updates and other resources for writers. And if you're a fan of The Writer Files, please click follow to automatically see new interviews in your podcatcher as soon as they're published and drop us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to help other writers find us. And we are rolling once again on The Writer Files. I am honored today to be joined by a return guest. Of course, we have super agent and now author, Lucinda Halpern is hanging out with us again. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this today. My pleasure. So happy to be back with you, Kelton. <laughs> um, I can't wait to talk about all the things. You've got a lot going on. You've been up to a lot since last we spoke. And of course, I want to talk about Get Signed. But last time you were on, we got to chat about all these things. I did recently republish our chat for listeners to kind of catch up with our chat. So yeah, I mean, it's been a couple of years, but we did talk about kind of the future of publishing and kind of your mission statement there at Lucinda Literary and your, your past as a publishing insider. And yeah, all these things, but they've all kind of seemingly come full circle for you. Talk, talk to us a little bit about where you have been since last we chatted. Absolutely. So isn't it funny? It's, um, it has come full circle. It's so paradoxical. Um, and it's really the experience of writing a book and now launching a book. And it's going to be out February 6th. So, you know, we're not yet, we haven't yet reached the publication mark has so drastically transformed my understanding of authors, my compassion for them and my work as an agent. So, you know, I always wanted to be a writer, Kelton, like so many people who enter publishing. I used to write poetry and memoirs and short stories. And then I started, you know, being an agent and focused on that career to make a livelihood and came full circle because I think what's always been deeply important to me is sharing a message, making an impact with a wide range of people. As a literary agent, you don't really get to do that, right? It's long known to be in the latest industry, you know, just by the nature of time and bandwidth, you're only able to work with a few writers. I always wanted to make a difference for many more writers than that. The book is the best way to scale a message. And that's something that I have, you know, taught to so many clients that I work with and people coming to me, that's what they want to do. And the expertise that we can bring to the world is sometimes not as a poet or a novelist or a historian, but something that is natural and overlooked, which is what we already do and teach every day. So that's sort of been the full circle journey for me, um, you know, in between being an agent representing authors and writing this book, I've also been teaching courses to writers and that's informed everything, right? Because I get to meet with so many writers in a room, hear their challenges, give them advice, 
pay attention to what, you know, which phrases of, of that advice is resonating. And at a point, you just want to bottle that all up and make it accessible. So. Yeah, amazing. So let's talk about your writer's journey because, mm-hmm. wait, I mean, so at what point were you like, okay, I've got to sit down and just follow my own advice and then just kind of, as you said, bottle these you know, these years of, of wisdom as a publicist, as an agent, as an agency mm-hmm. owner, and then, of course, guiding all of these books to publish, sitting down, as you said, in a room with authors and then realizing, okay, I, I've got to, like, take the blue pill or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, I credit my authors. I, I've learned everything from them. I've just, I have the luxury of working with brilliant people. That's why I got into this business. And paying attention to how they write, how they market themselves, how they build businesses from out of their books. And again, you just like you have, you're brimming with all of this wisdom that you want to share. So I remember very clearly, I started sitting, I live in New York city. I was in a a small apartment. We had this patio that um, you could hear a lot of noise outside uh, on the Avenue. And I'm sitting there with my laptop, you know, just, it's all just flowing from me, right? Which, which Kelton, I know as a writer yourself and, and so many writers that, that I work with, there, there are those moments of feast and famine, right? There are those bouts of inspiration when everything is pouring from you and you almost can't hold it back. And then there are moments where you just, you're just stifled, right? You've got writer's block. That's a real thing. So I'm sitting there on my patio or whatever you want to call it, drafting this thing and intending to self-publish it sort of as a, a you know, a business tool, a promotion for my business. And I get so passionate about it that I do something that I tell every writer to do. And I tell it in this book. And again, it's kind of simple. When you're writing a book, tell everyone you're writing a book. The instinct is I'm going to keep this close to the vest and I'm not going to tell anyone because what if it never gets published? What if people hate it? What if I'm terrible? What if I have nothing original to say? In fact, if you tell everyone you're writing a book, chances are you'll connect with someone who can help you. And, you know, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've had to push everything, drive everything all my life. It's never been a matter of someone giving me a, a gift. It's making things happen. I'm out to dinner with a friend of mine who is a, an associate publisher at Hay House. And I tell her I'm writing this book and I'm nervous about doing it, right? Because I'm not an author. Who was I to think I'd be an author? And she says, don't self-publish that. We want to commission it. And suddenly I find myself in this wildly uncanny position of (laughs) getting a book deal. It's like, it's so wild. It was the greatest gift. And and I'll tell you just about the the analogy I give about the experience of, um, of writing and having a book editor is you're lying naked on the doctor's examination table and they're about to tell you what's wrong with you. It's like... Isn't that, isn't that funny? I mean, you know, obviously it's so richly rewarding and creative and we can talk about all the good things, but when you get in a room with an, with your editor and you trust that person and you've just delivered your manuscript, it's like, all right, tell me what's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is so terrifying. I don't know yeah. if I've ever had such a terrifying moment in a business sense. So again, it's just affected so deeply how I, understand authors now from the other side Mm. of the table well pretty pretty cool turn of events for you (laughs) and um 
Yeah, I mean, that must have completely, um, you know, kind of shifted some of your your mindset, obviously, as and now an author yourself, kind of having to take your own medicine, as it were. And then, <laughs> yeah, I mean, as you put it, it, it's not a mysterious process. There is a blueprint and some shorthand to this whole process. And it, it is interesting that you say, um, tell everyone you're writing a book because, you know, you're going to you're going to find those helpers. You're going to um, meet people in the community that are like, oh, yeah, this is no, this is what we do. You're, you are, as you put it, you are here to get signed, right? Um, if you're in this seriously, if you're in this for the for the long haul um, and not just a tourist. We're talking about Get Signed, which is going to be available very soon, February 6th. And uh, yeah, find an agent, land a book deal, and become a published author. Some great blurbs here. I thought it was cool that, of course, Adam Grant, who also offers some great advice in the book, called it the definitive guide to attracting an agent and laying the groundwork for a book while worth publishing. And and he's um, truly, truly, as you put it, a brilliant writer, brilliant author, number one New York Times bestselling author of Think Again, Hidden Potential. And um, I thought it was cool that Nicola Krauss called it indispensable and that you turn overwhelm into action. Uh, steps and uh, that help kind of make these dreams come true, of course. Um, very sweet of her to do that. Thank you. I mean, the blurbs have been so touching. I think, you know, writing a book for fiction and nonfiction authors was a challenge. This is intended to help every writer out there, any stage of the process, you're even thinking about a book, this is going to help you. You're, you finish a manuscript or you're pitching agents, you're not getting response, or you're planning to get out there and query agents. Um, even if we've had students who, who decide to self-publish and, and they think these rules apply too, because again, going back to creating a timeless book that you're proud of, this is what publishers and agents are looking for, right? And what's so fascinating about writing your pitch is you can diagnose exactly what's wrong about your manuscript, where the weaknesses are, where the strengths are, right? The book tries to focus on the strengths and helping writers to figure out exactly what it is uniquely they offer and then really bring that to the forefront of their pitch to get someone's attention. Because we we all have strengths, we all have weaknesses, Kelton. There is no project that goes out to an agent or a publisher that is 100% perfect. We are so used to and welcome seeing rough materials so we can guide and crystallize and, you know, develop it with you. So, you know, that's, I think that's a really interesting finding that came of being an agent for, you know, over a decade. It's if I'm receiving a pitch letter and there's a question that isn't answered for me, not in a good way, not in a what happened to that heroine kind of way, but in a what is this book about kind of way, then it's a problem, right? If you find yourself in a pitch letter, let's say it's a memoir, so many people are out there writing their life story and they're just talking about themselves as the character or why this was a passion project or why this was cathartic. It's like, how is the reader tied into this? You know, what does the reader get out of it? So again, that pitch letter is the best bit of real estate and you know that a writer has the best tool to tell you if your manuscript 
or your proposal is actually doing its job. Mm. Yeah. This book is chock full of a lot of your condensed wisdom and, and wisdom from you know other publishing industry pros and authors, of course. But uh, yeah, talk a little bit about how you structured it because it's, I find it to be easily digestible. And obviously there's like some great, some of these images are very helpful. Some of these little um, tips that are kind of interjected. Um, talk a little bit about how you structured it and, and then maybe how um, your publisher kind of helped you to, I don't know, iron out this, this particular format for you. Well, if you'll give me a beat just first to credit the people who interviewed for this book, gosh, what a rich experience that was, right? We talked about the experience of, you know, being on the author's side. I got to be a journalist in this. I got to ask all of the questions that I would want to ask to my contacts. You know, some editors I'd never talked to before, some authors I'd never talked to before, ask about their experiences, what they look for in first-time authors and learn exactly in their words. So I, I got to learn through this. And, I, you know, I actually offer all of those um, interview videos uh, as bonuses to the book, which I just, they're such a valuable resource. And we have like legendary publishers, you know, that I'm getting their wisdom and their experience from. So that was such a fun part of this ride and something that makes the book so special and different in terms of the method. So yes, of course, as a writer, Kelton, as you know, you've got to think really hard about the right structure for the book. I always wanted it to be practical and in the business of writing self-help and practical books, there's always a method or a framework, you know, something that is step-by-step -step that builds, that is hopefully easy to follow so you can do it yourself. That's what I was trying for in this book. I hope your listeners will tell me if they, if they found that to be the case. So for, you know, in terms of how we move through it, it begins with discovering your big idea and the myth that I try to bust there or the helpful insight I try to provide is that most writers come to agents and publishers with an idea that is too small. It's mm. too niche. It's too familiar. It's yeah. too interior. It's not opening up to, again, to who your reader is. And the, the easiest equation for understanding what makes for a big idea or a small idea is, is it both timely and timeless? So, is it going to capture the conversation of the day or even get ahead of a trend that's coming? Because I always say that, that editors and agents were futurists, right? We're trying to get ahead of something because the lead time to publishing is such that you're waiting three years for nonfiction to see that book out on shelves. You're possibly waiting two years or more to see a novel out on shelves. So you've got to be sort of ahead of the curve, not, not outdated by the time you publish. And that's, that's the timely aspect. What's in the zeitgeist? What are people most interested in? Then you've got to get at the time mess, which are, you know, what are the universal themes? What has proven to be popular over time? And, you know, that can be anything from like David and Goliath underdog stories to, uh, you know, the hero's journey or coming of age or, you know, loss and transformation. Um, usually it's an, an arc of some kind, I think, at the heart of every great book. So the timely timeless, making sure that yours is, and of course I give exercises so that you can figure that out more individually, is at the heart of this big idea development. And then it's really about finding your reader and, and pinpointing what your reader craves. So, 
you know, one of the best lines of the book, and I can't, I'm not even sure I can take credit for it. I think it was a colleague of mine who said it, a book for everyone is a book for no one. And what a revelatory statement that was when I heard it, right? I thought, well, any book I want to represent as an agent is going to be, you know, we need to aim for mass appeal. That's not actually the case. You are aiming for a distinct set of readers, engaging their trust, and then they will spread the word for you. They'll they'll be your evangelists, right? Mm-hmm. So not every book is for everyone. <laughs> um, and, you know, I think that that finding exactly who that reader is you know, we could probably spend a whole other hour on marketing, but the best way to do that these days is social media to figure out what your audience is telling you they want from you and what you can uniquely offer. So the first part of the book focuses really on, you know, creating the foundation for a, a wonderful book. That's the kind of secret of this, of this. It's not just about getting signed or writing a pitch letter. It's about how do you create a great book? Because a great book is going to get a book deal. And you you create that foundation and then you move into how do you lean into your strengths? And I can sort of give you a little bit of the juice of that book and the secrets of the four writers who get book deals. How do you lean into your strengths and then write this captivating pitch? So that's, that's the, it's a, it's a short, hopefully practical book for, for writers. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And then you get into the authority piece and obviously getting seen, but yeah, that intermission of the the four kinds of writers who get deals. And and I think that's great. I mean, these are questions that I think every serious writer is asking themselves. um, And we can't exist in a vacuum, right? We can't, as writers, just hope and pray that somebody's going to love our story right there's there's a lot a lot more that goes into this and i think your uh years of expertise obviously kind of shine through in the work and congrats really this is uh this seems like an a a really just an incredibly useful resource for authors and of course we're gonna want to pre-order it now (laughs) right Well, it depends when it's coming out, Kelton. I mean, yes, if you're pre-ordering it, you get all of these bonuses, which are cool. It's the video interviews. As I said, it's a submission organizer. It's an ebook that should be the companion to get signed. It's coming out to our webinar. So there are like all of these different bonuses. And, you know, and that's, and that's fun and that's great. And it's just about building the community for this book, the people who will spread the word. And again, these are things I teach to all of my authors who've learned from them. Um, you mentioned Get Seen, which is the marketing chapter. Yeah. And again, that could be its own book. It's a pain point for writers. For sure. Novelists and nonfiction, you know, they don't know what to make of it. What what do agents even want from me? What do they mean by platform? What kind of platform does it take to to break in? Do I need to have millions of social media followers? And so one of the most valuable chapters kind of cuts through all that muck and mystique and tells you here's what you actually need, here's how you focus on it, and that it's doable. It's, it's, not, it's not something that you need to stress about to the extent you think you need to stress about it. 
Um, but it, it, again, the book becomes thinking like an agent. How do you sort of lean into those strengths again, to use the word, you know, your advantages in terms of marketing, what is it of those things that you can showcase? And, you know, it teaches you how to do that. So, so there's the marketing section, which I really think is valuable. And then there are these four kinds of writers and, I haven't been talking about this on podcast. I'm not sure I should be uh, letting, <laughs> letting the cat out of the bag, uh-uh. but it's too fun of a topic, right? Because people want to yeah. come into this book and say, okay, what kind of writer am I? Yeah. Right. Everyone loves that factor. So this is, this is not a science in terms of four types of writers who get book deals. This is, you know, my personal experience. This is not every agent who is going to say this, but I'd argue that, most agents and publishers, you know, whether they use the language of the four writers are looking for these qualities. So I'll tell you what they are. Okay. Um, there's the ideator. That means idea tour is how I'm calling this person, right. which is the big idea inventor creative, right? The person who comes up with a new idea every day who, you know, usually they're, they're pretty much, you know, immersed in their field, right? It's possible that a novelist in the ivory tower comes up with a big idea, but it's unlikely because A, who lives in an ivory tower anymore, right? We're also saturated <laughs> with information, <laughs> with content coming at us. Um, but if you, gotta, you know, to, again, to form that big idea or to be an ideator, you're sort of in, in touch with the greater conversation and greater appetite of what readers are looking for. And Again, people will recognize themselves when they read this. They'll say, oh, I'm, I'm the ideator. You know, I've, I've got an idea every minute of the day, and I love finding big ideas. Then there's the data collector, which, Kelton, you t- touched on a moment ago. Mm-hmm. Um, there is work that goes into breaking in, so it's not just writing the, the pitch letter. It's really knowing the literature around you. It's knowing your, what we call comps, your comparative titles, you know, what what is popular right now in your in your area as a novelist or as a memoirist and using that information to not you know not um not it's not required it, it meaning i'm not saying take a formula that works and just to just apply it to your own but certainly draw from it because if you don't know what readers actually like right now and you're not in touch with that and you're not reading in your category, how can you make the case to an agent or a publisher that this is going to be commercial? So that's the data collector piece. And we have ways in the book of sort of doing that, um, that collection without having to be a scientist. Yeah. Then there's the everywhereist, which is, you know, the marketer, the person who's visible and fearless everywhere. And usually that person lives on social media, more comfortable connecting online and we represent all kinds of everywhereists at Lucinda Literary. I'd say, Kelton, it takes time to build. You know, it, you don't grow a platform overnight. I'd actually say the sweet spot is about 10 years into your business, mm-hmm. which is, you know, sort of exactly where I am, oddly enough. But it's yeah. something I've just noticed is recurring. And the people I'm talking to, I'm like, oh, you're 10 years in the field. You really have the recognition and the expertise. People know who you are. And, that's, you know, and, and, and again, that's sort of nonfiction specific. There are great young darlings of literature who come right out of MFA programs and, mm-hmm. you know, don't need to be 10 years into their business. And likewise, Kelton, like 
there's not ageism in this industry. You could be 59 writing your first novel and, um, and have it break out. There are plenty of examples of that in the book too. So it's not everywhere. This is the third type. And the fourth type is the crusader. And this is the type I am. Um, mm. Most agents are. You have just got to be tenacious and be an advocate for yourself again and again. Um, and you have to, you know, leave no st- stone unturned and open every door and call in every favor. And crusaders love that, right? They're big personalities. You know, they, they're just not afraid to do any of that work. Mm-hmm. And they're the kinds of people who will get rejected on the first idea and they'll come back to you tomorrow with the next idea. It's just like rejection doesn't really daunt crusaders. That's right. So, Here's the cool thing about the four writers. You might recognize yourself in two types. You're probably not all four, and that is perfectly okay. I've met one author I work with who is all four of these things <laughs> in, in, all my, in all my years. So, Kelson, I'd actually I'd throw it back to you. What kind of writer are you based on those definitions? Um, I'm going to go with probably the data collector. <laughs> mm. But... I love that. Then again, at this point, who knows? You know, I may be touching up against the everywhereist mm. now that I've spoken to so many best-selling authors about craft. So who knows? That's that's awesome. Yeah, two two types are better than one, even. So I think <laughs> I think I think if you can combine those, and then again, it's like putting that into your pitch letter. How do you how do you prove those aspects in a very short um, amount of time? Yeah to an agent, but agents can spot talent pretty quickly. We read our queries quickly and everyone that I've interviewed for this book reads through their such pile takes on first time authors. Isn't that, you know, isn't that yeah. fantastic news that you can be the most accomplished professional and you're still looking at cold queries. Right. Because, because the, the publishing industry is built on really new information, new material, new inspiration. And of course, the breakout hits of the future are, are going to come from <laughs> debut authors, not necessarily um, established mm-hmm. writers. And uh, amazing, amazing. So, um, so much, so much incredible wisdom in this book, and obviously so many bite-sized chunks that we can take away. And I think, I mean, obviously the whole thing kind of just comes full circle to, um, you know, being able to, to pitch persuasively, helping to find an agent and then beyond and so much more. And I have a feeling that there is going to be a follow-up to this book, but, uh, (laughs) you tell us, I mean, you're you're probably like, come on, I got, I got plenty of work on my Oh, no, no, no. I mean, it's, it's like a drug writing a book. It is, it is so grueling. And then you're like, okay, give me more. (laughs) So, so a thousand percent, I have follow-up ideas. Again, I'd love to hear from your Uh listeners on what, you know, what they would want to see in the follow-up. Some people Uh have said the marketing piece. Some people have said how to get your second book deal. Um, You know, once right now I'm, I'm literally writing the playbook for how to launch a book. We'll see if that works out for me. There you go. And, you know, and then there are just like, I kind of nerd out on negotiation, you know, how to, how to sell and how to negotiate. And I think that it's such a stigmatized sort of scary area. And I want to make that really accessible to writers 
so they can be their best advocates, but just more generally to, to entrepreneurs and to, um, you know, people who are scared to call Airbnb and ask for a refund because they <laughs> it's just, do you know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah. there's so many fun sequels to this book, but again, I'd love to hear from your audience on what they'd want to see next. 100%. All right. Well, obviously we're going to put a link to the book and, and you tell, you tell the audience all the places where they should go and connect and a week or so before the book launches, yeah. tell, give, give our audience kind of the, the 411 on um, what to do and how, how to uh, best take advantage of any um, like pre-order stuff. Definitely. So um, yes, it's going to be available worldwide, you know, all, all places where books are sold. Um, there's going to be an audio book, which for your listenership, Kelton, I'm, I'm super proud. I read that. Amazing. Recorded that, really enjoyed it. I actually, I think it's a better experience in ways than the printed book. Um, you know, if you like listening to podcasts as I do. Uh, so it's available everywhere. The bonuses are awesome. As I said, you get so much, you get these video interviews. You can see all these people. So you can then pitch these people and say, I saw you in this interview. You said this amazing thing you know, you gave me this insight and, you know, that's sort of what I was hoping that those hungry writers and crusaders might do is listen to the interviews and see if they could then make a personal connection with some of the people who who interviewed for the book, you know, a submission organizer. So you can keep on track with your submissions, a companion workbook to get signed attendance to our, you know, webinar where we're going to delve into the four types of writers who get book deals so there, there's so much in these bonuses. And if you go to getsignedbook.com, you will find everything you need along with courses we offer and ways to meet with agents and, you know, a monthly newsletter. We just, we're, we're doing a lot over there to educate and to make publishing more accessible. Um, so I hope that all, I hope that helps your audience. Amazing. Okay. So I've got getsignedbook.com. And I'll drop this gift link in there too. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah, social media support, right? I'm doing this just like every other writer out there trying to build a platform on Instagram at Lucinda Halper and even on TikTok. We'll see how long that lasts. That um, again, having compassion for authors because this stuff is hard. Hard <laughs> to put yourself out there, you know? Yeah. And a sincere congratulations. It's, it's thrilling Thanks, to Kelton. see. Um, of course, um, you're wisdom and your words and just having you on is always just kind of uh priceless so this as a bonus being able to actually hold your words and and uh curl up with them in front of a hopefully this time you're a, a warm fireplace which would just be really nice <laughs> like a cup of tea in new york uh, city <laughs> <laughs> yeah um it's not warm here i tell you it was 16 degrees but i'm sure it's a little chillier Oof. there yeah, yeah. But anyway, I know you got to run and we really do appreciate your time and, and everything uh, that you are giving to this industry and, and your your crusade, as it were. Um, again, congratulations. Oh, thanks, Kelton. Well, look forward to talking again soon. This has been great. Would love to hear what your listeners think of the book. Absolutely. And we will drop all the links in the show notes. And until next time, uh, you're always welcome back. Thanks, Kelton. Take care. Thanks so much for joining us for this file. And if you're a fan of the show, simply head over to writerfiles.fm for more. That's writerfiles.fm.